Your network is your net worth. And it doesn't matter if you're a e-commerce seller in your mom's basement selling arbitrage items or if you're the CEO of a multi-million dollar company. You need to network to build your brand and to grow your business. In this episode, my good buddy Pablo Gonzalez is going to talk to us about how to do that. Hi, I'm Tim Jordan. And in every corner of the world, entrepreneurship is growing. So join me as I explore the stories of successes and failures. Listen in as I chat with the risk takers, the adventurous, and the entrepreneurial veterans. We all have a dream of living a life fulfilling our passions, and we want a business that doesn't make us punch a time clock, but instead runs around the clock, in the AM and the PM. So get motivated, get inspired. You're listening to the AM PM Podcast. Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of AM PM Podcast. We talk about all things business, and today we're talking to Pablo Gonzalez, who I met completely on a whim in a VIP section at a club in Nashville, of all places. We'll talk about it a little bit. And Pablo is an expert in a lot of things, entrepreneurial building businesses. Specifically today, we're talking about networking. So Pablo, why don't you say hello and maybe give like a 10-second introduction of yourself. Started from the club and now we're here, man. <laughs> I love I love how you introduced me. I think it's really funny since I never go to nightclubs in the last 15 years. <laughs> uh, my name is Pablo Gonzalez. I'm obsessed with human connection. I feel like my whole life I have been falling upwards because for a really long time, I would really just be down on my work ethic and not give myself enough credit for the fact that being obsessed with how you connect to other people, how you communicate, how you bring good people around you, the way that that aggregates value for yourself and for others, that has turned into my passion. And that is what I realized has allowed me to do the things that I love doing and succeed in Fortune 500 companies, in my own business, socially, with my family, whatever you want to call it. But that's me. I'm, I'm obsessed with human connection and I desperately want to be your friend person listening right now. <laughs> that made you sound desperate. Please be my friend. But no, I get it. I get it. And knowing you, I know where you're coming from. It makes sense. And I know that the, the majority of this audience, this podcast is e-commerce sellers, but we're not just talking about how to list your, your products and rank your products in Amazon. But most of us do come from e-commerce. And just so most of you know, Pablo does come from an e-commerce background. Well, from a business development background, we'll say that. But one of his more recent employers is the VP for a software company that provided services to Amazon sellers. So he he gets the space. He gets where we're coming from. We want to talk a little bit more broadly about business in general, but all of this applies to whether you're a service provider, whether you're an e-commerce seller, whether you're a brand connector, whether you're a digital marketer, it doesn't matter. And I think that networking connecting is so important to talk about because Again, I'm assuming I'm speaking to an e-commerce audience here. We like to be hermits, okay? A lot of people that are e-commerce sellers like to work by themselves. They're not very public. They don't get out. They don't network. They don't talk about what they're doing for various reasons. But a lot of times they're hustling. They might be selling you know, millions of dollars worth of products out of their garage. And even their neighbors and their closest family members don't know exactly what it is they do. And I think there's so much value in networking. I know that education is important and there's a lot of people that listen to every podcast and they watch YouTube videos and they take courses. That's great, but nothing can replace human connection and the power of networking and learning and, and the value of teaching other people and picking up things that aren't specifically talked about in a webinar. Like it helps us in life. It helps with our family. It helps us in our business. It helps us succeed in everything that we do. So Pablo and his wonderful musical rendition that he just graced us with. What we're talking about is we were at 
Funnel Hacking Live. Was that a year and a half ago? 2000, yeah, January 2019. And I went to a random networking thing. He went to a random networking thing. We both somehow weaseled our way up in like this VIP booth of this big, ended up being a complete tool, but this, this influencer. And we bumped into each other and Pablo's like, hi, my name's Pablo. What's your name? And I'm like, oh, great. It's going to be one of these guys. It just won't shut up, you know? Turned out we had like a really meaningful conversation. We ended up talking for a long time. We've stayed in touch. I've had him on another podcast. He's had me on his podcast. We've made some business connections. And Pablo, like I, like I watch his content. He's got content all over the internet. And he talks specifically about like the value of human connection, right? And that networking. So talk to me about networking, man. Oh, man. I, uh, I know man, I left I that wait. super broad. <laughs> When, when you, when you were just like, he hasn't shut up. I'm like, man, this is like the longest I've shut up in forever. <laughs> no, but, um, listen, Tim, I, there's this quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson that is in my travels, every man I meet is in some way my superior. And in that I can learn from them. I take that quote really, really to heart to mean that every single person I come across is inherently unique. We've all had a different journey, no matter what you're, even if we have the same expertise, we arrived at it in a different way. We have, you know, different experiences that shape that opinion, that perspective. And when you start taking that really, really seriously about understanding that everybody has something to learn from, your network becomes your, your Google, right? You are walking into a conference, walking into a networking event is, it, 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 it's like walking into a library, right? Like all the knowledge that you can unlock, all the advantages that you can create and, and this access that you can now have for yourself can really truly be life-changing. And I have found that throughout my life from, 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 from being a young kid till now, right? Like I'm the most American person in my family. My first formative memory is walking into uh, preschool in Miami and being the only kid that didn't speak English and, and wanting to figure out how to fit in. And, and that kind of shaped me. So I've, I've always approached everything from an outsider trying to get in perspective. And the moment that I started realizing that you are more able to achieve the things that you want through others quicker, right? The same way that building an audience, the quickest way to build an audience is through other audiences, that, that works in a, in a person-to-person level. And it really, really works at scale. And if you can dedicate yourself to this, you can become the person that has one phone call away access to whatever you need, right? So specifically like conferences and, you know, like where we met, right? Most people go to these things. And I know e-commerce sellers do this, right? Like I know e-commerce sellers are very into the educational component. They spend a lot of time on YouTube. And let's face it, you spend a lot of time as an e-commerce seller, you spend a lot of time a computer screen, with your team across the world, doing your thing, whatever. But when it comes time to make a decision and to and to cross a, a threshold that you've never been before, you can you can get paralyzed because you don't have that outside perspective. You don't have other people to bounce stuff off of, and and having that around you becomes a very very valuable tool to know when to hold them and when to fold them and when to walk away, when to run, right? Like, like just having, having, having a bouncing board on whatever subject you might need is, is an insanely valuable tool. And I learned this, quite frankly, in 2009, I started a green building consulting company in Miami and I was the only green building expert in town, right? So like whenever I had to create a proposal or I had a conversation to have, I just didn't know, you know, from zero to 10, how close I was to hitting a target. 
And then when I came into the e-commerce world and I realized that all these online sellers have a similar experience, I realized the value that networking and bringing them together and why masterminds are so important and, and, and why going to a conference, back to my original point, not just to learn from the person on stage, right? Like whatever you learn from people on stage at a conference, you know, you might take home one to three things that you'll start implementing, you'll start refining. Maybe that can change your business in due time. But if you meet one person, right? Like if you meet that one person that has that one introduction, that has that one unlock, oh, I'm like, oh, you've been stuck here for years? I fixed that six months ago. Here's the answer, right? Or, you know, someone like you, Tim, when I met you, right? Like you, you put me on my first podcast. That's, that's my first experience in, 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 in being out there, audience building and, and the doors that somebody can open for you are exponential when you have a personal relationship. So I don't know if I answered that completely holistically. I feel like I won in all sorts of ways. Well, I didn't even ask you a question. I just said, tell us about networking. So I just wanted to hear you go, man. I'm learning from you. I know this is, this is what you focus on all the time. I've, I've noticed that you know, and I go to a lot of conferences. Last year, I flew 250,000 miles going to things. And, you know, I've, I've spoken all over the place. But speaking on stage or hearing people on stage is not as important as the lobby connections, right? I know people that go to large conferences and they don't even buy tickets. They just go to the resort or they go to the hotel. I call them lobby lurkers. And they get just as much value without having to pay for the ticket, you know, because those conversations are great. Some of the more recent conferences that I've go to, I was at a ASGTG. It's a, it's like 750 people in Brooklyn. I was there in January. I didn't even walk into the room where the presentations were being done. I don't even know what the stage looked like. Cause I stayed in the lobby. I sat at tables and, and ate great food and just met a ton of people. And it was amazing. And that networking, like you can't replace. And it's not just about like having a connection or having someone you can call or having like a favorite. It's the learning. And what I think is interesting is it's not just the learning that you can have from your interaction with one person, but the interaction you see with that person and another person, right? So I have a coaching group called the Centurion League, and I didn't want to build a course. I didn't want to, you know, have webinars. I wanted conversation. So twice a week we get on a zoom call and that's what we do. And on Mondays we have what's called a round table. And, and I had this idea because some of the, the most profound learning I had in business, e-commerce life, whatever was sitting around a round table with a bunch of strangers. And especially when I got started, I didn't know what to ask. I didn't know, I didn't know what problems were coming up in my future. So I didn't know, but this person over here would talk to this person over them. This person would ask this person a question. This person would answer. And this person on the other side of the table would have an opinion. And I'm learning stuff I didn't even know I needed to know. And now six months later, 12 year, you know, twelve months later, a year from now, I run into something. I'm like, oh, I remember that conversation. I hear it. Or I hear an idea or, or a thought gets spawned. So like networking isn't just about one-on-one. Networking is like accessing a web. Like it's like you, you enter this point of a network and there is unlimited potential of contacts, of relationships, of pieces of information, of knowledge that go in 360 degrees around you. So when you insert yourself into a network, it's massive. Now, networking's hard. Now, I'm, and I'm going to stereotype a little bit, all right? I'm going to say that a lot of e-commerce sellers are, are introverts that don't like to talk to people, that don't like to meet strangers, that don't like to get out of their house, that don't like to go to trade shows. I was once at this conference where they had a, I don't remember what they call it, but it's like a quiet room. It is a room at the convention center where they literally put a bunch of chairs against the outside wall of the room facing the wall. 
And it was for introverts where if they just felt overwhelmed and, and not just introverts, people that are just overwhelmed, like they could go sit in this chair and if they were in this room, they know that they were to be left alone and just let themselves recharge. Right. I'm not saying they're like scared of crowds, but like, that's how people would just recharge. You know, they just have to have a minute. So like, so we know that this community has a lot of people like that, that are scared to get out there, put themselves out there. They undervalue themselves. They have more content and more wisdom than they realize they do and they need to share it. How do you tell people, hey, get yourself out there. Like here's one step to start on this networking journey if you're not doing it to access this abundance of connection, community, and knowledge. Yes, I love this question. I want to make a distinction first. There is the difference between introverts and extroverts. It's not that introverts are shy. You know, there is there is shy introverts and then there's not so shy introverts. And then there's shy extroverts and not so shy extroverts, right? It's not that they're shy or not. It's not that they can have a conversation or not. It's that introverts get drained by by person-to-person interaction and energy and extroverts receive energy from that, right? Like when I'm, when I'm in a room full of people, I'm like Superman staring at the sun. I'm just like, Aah! and I come home from, I come home from a conference and I'm like all jacked up for like three days on Mountain Dew and I'm unbearable to my wife. Cause I'm like super, super energetic. But those rooms that you talked about for the people that get drained on energy, that's fine. Go and recharge, right? Because that doesn't affect, you know, if you should network or you shouldn't network. I think it's just energy management. And yes. I completely, completely encourage that. Now, I also understand that one of the one of the scariest things for most people is walking into a room or walking into an event and not knowing anybody and that initial thought of just like am i going to be the loser standing here by myself right like that is that is really what people need to the big hump that most people need to get over because most people, even introverts will tell you, listen, man, I'm shy, but like you get me in a conversation and I love people. I love talking, right? So how do you start that conversation? Number one, I think you approach it from a mindset standpoint, get rid of whatever your preconceived notions of networking is, right? Like most people have this like idea in their head that a networking event is a place where you're just like spraying business cards and people are trying to solicit each other. Um, I, I recently heard a really funny story from the guy that founded BNI, where he was on stage speaking at a networking event. And he's like, raise your hand here if you're hoping to get a sale. And everybody raises their hand. And then he's like, all right, cool. Awesome. Raise your hand if you're planning on buying something and nobody raises their hand. <laughs> right? So get that out of your head, right? Like just, you're not there to make a sale. You're there to make relationships. You're, you're there to open doors and see the possibilities. And this isn't a one-stop shop, right? So get that out of your head. Take the pressure off. Don't approach it from that. Approach it from a level of service, right? And everything that I'm saying, and the idea that everybody has a unique value, you're included in there, right? You have a unique value. You, person listening, there is something that you have thought about completely differently than the way that I've thought about, for sure. And that will have some kind of inherent value in my life when I meet you, if you can get good at understanding that. So the first step is get to know yourself, right? Like understand what you're passionate about talking about, what things that you have um, done a deep dive in and be comfortable accepting that as value, right? I have one of the, one of the networking superchargers that I like to give. It's called be a tour guide, right? And, and, when I lived in Miami, I lived in this like really trendy neighborhood in Miami that is called the Wynwood Arts District, right? It's like where all the cool restaurants started popping up and I was there right as it started blowing up. It was really, really cool. And all my friends started calling me and asking me like, hey, I'm taking my wife out. Where should I go? And I'm like, boom, here, 
And, you know, like I was on top of it. So at some point I developed a list of the places I really like there. And at another point I developed a list of places I really like in Miami. And I started just using that list as a talking point, right? Like anybody, anybody that I knew was going to go, go to something. I knew that I had a recommendation for them. I would listen for it in any, any conversation that I would get into. I'm like, I know I have this minimum value and that you can take as man, if you just had a baby and you just spent the last year researching cribs and baby rooms and whatever you're going to do, that is something that's valuable to some person. If you know the best school districts in, in, in whatever city, you know, the best restaurants in whatever city that's valuable. So it can be that little, if you're an expert in e-commerce, like you are, Tim, Clearly that's valuable, right? So you're, you're going to be looking for opportunities to add value. And the way that you do that is by asking good questions, right? So you, you want to be of service, go, go approach it from a mentality of how can I help other people, right? How can I bring value to somebody else? And that's the mentality that you have to go into it with. And that takes all the pressure off. Am I going to show up in this room and feel like a loser or not? If you're just there looking for a way to help other people, great. The most basic way to help somebody when you're at a networking event is what, Tim? Introduce yourself to them, yep. <laughs> right? Because everybody in that room has that fear of being the person, being the outcast, feeling lonely when you're surrounded by 100 people feels horrible. And I was always the class clown because I was overcompensating for being nervous. So like growing up as a class clown. So now I do that. I actually do that now. Like if I go to a conference and, and look, I go to conferences where I don't know people. I don't know anybody. Like I go to stuff that's not, you know, Amazon or e-commerce related. And that's what I do is like, I'll go sit, I'll go find a table where there's one person sitting and like, I'll go and just be a goofball and make fun of myself. Like I'll walk up to the table and literally say, Hey, uh, do you mind if I sit here? So I don't, you know, like look like a giant loser standing in the back of the room by myself. Can we like pretend to be friends so I don't feel so uncomfortable? And usually that makes them like kind of look at me and laugh. And then I'll be like, hey, let, let's recruit other people and, and like see who we can get to. So I'll turn around. I'll like, you know, when people make eye contact, like they're like they're walking through a room looking for a table. And they're like, if they make eye contact with me, I'll go, oh, hey, 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 are you looking for a table? And like, I'm overcompensated because I'm never talking to these people too. But if I can get them to let their guard down for a second, be like, uh, yeah, I say, come on, come on. We're out. None of us know each other. Sit down at the table and, and you can look cool too, you know? And, and like, I, I, like I overdo it and I'm a little bit like loud and boisterous and some people would even say obnoxious, but you know what? Like doing that wasn't easy for me. It's super difficult. Like deep down, I'm super self-conscious. I have like imposter syndrome a lot of times, like all these things. And, and by overcompensating, it's allowed me to, if it doesn't go well, I can shirk it off. Like I can laugh at it. Like if someone looks at me like I'm a complete weirdo, cause I am, I can laugh at it. Like, oh, I was kind of being weird, but some of the relationships that I've built and some of the things I've learned and some of the people that I guess, fortunately I've been able to help started out by like just being goofy and weird and like putting myself out there. And if I hadn't done that, like I would have really missed out on a lot of things in life, you know? So, so I think there's huge power in that. Yeah, man. Self-deprecation goes a really, really long way, right? Like I, I, I base, I base most of my good friendships on like how much somebody can make fun of me about it. But you know why <laughs> that works, Tim? It's because we, we connect on two levels immediately, right? Like if somebody adds value to your life, you feel like you owe them, right? Like that is, that is a, that is a, a chemical reaction that happens in your head, right? Like the Harry Krishnas in the late seventies would like give people a flower and ask for a donation. The flower meant nothing, but they like crushed it with this like big thing because people felt like they were getting a gift and they had to get something back. The other thing that bonds people is vulnerability, right? Like any, any kind of shared vulnerability that you have with someone will automatically connect you. That's why, um, bootcamp 
platoons bond, fraternity classes bond. That's why people from the same generation tend to bond. That's why if somebody tells me, oh man, I lost my brother, you know, at some point I'm like, boom, I, I immediately bond with them, right? It is that, that really, really bonds people. And that is where self-deprecation hits, right? Like if you can be lighthearted and make fun of yourself and say, oh, I don't want to feel like a loser. That person I was sitting there by themselves can totally relate to that. And it brings me back to something that Dean Graziosi said at Funnel Hacking Live where we are, where we, where we met, which is people don't follow, create relationships with, do business with people that they understand. They follow, create relationships with, um, bond with people that they feel understand them. Right. So if you can, if you can be vulnerable on a, in a way that somebody can relate to it, that's an instant connection. And you said it like you, the other thing that you brought up there is that person walking around the room, man, that is the biggest opportunity for a relationship and for you to add value immediately. Always like there's always that person in a room that's walking around aimlessly. They're dying to not feel alone in a room of a hundred people. All you have to do is introduce yourself to that person. Hey, I'm Tim. Hey, I'm Pablo. Just the same way that I, that I came up to you when you were standing off on on in a, in a corner in the in the VIP section of the club. Um, if you just walk up to that one person that's by themselves and start a relationship, you've kind of done both, right? Like you've added that value to their life, where they now all of a sudden are like, "Oh my God, thank you. I'm not going to be the douchebag here sitting by myself." And you, you can just be like, man, I saw you by yourself, dude. You're floating around. I was floating around. I didn't want to feel alone. You know, so that immediately connects you. And I like to, just like anything, right? The only way you get good at stuff is through repetition and practice. And I think that when you're walking into a networking event, the best thing that you can do for yourself is get that first rep in, right? Like make, introduce yourself to somebody just start a conversation. The moment that most people get into a conversation, they get out of their own head, they go into storytelling mode, they go into listening mode, and you just become way more comfortable. And that second introduction is way easier. So that person floating around is one perfect person to, to get that first rep in. There's also, every time you're walking into a conference or a networking event, Sometimes you're walking through a lobby. Sometimes you're taking an elevator. It's pretty clear who's walking there, right? Like who's going into the event with you? That person that you're walking next to, hey, are you going to this event? Oh, hey, I'm Pablo. Walk and talk. Boom. That's one rep on the way in. The other thing that happens at all these events, there's always a line. There's always a line for registration. There's always a line for the bar. There's always a line for the buffet. Anybody standing in a, in a line, go just go stand in the line. Look to the person in front of you. Look to your person behind you. And be like, hey, what's up? I'm Pablo. Boom. That's a rep that you get in. You're immediately feeling more comfortable. And then finally, there's exactly what you just described, which is there's always somebody sitting at a table by themselves. You walk up to the person sitting at a table by themselves and say, hey, man, you want some company? I, you know, you're alone. I, you were here at a networking event. Boom. That's another rep, right? So that to me is the overall way to um, enter one of these events and get over that fear is by approaching it as I'm doing a, a service to anybody that I'm introducing myself for. And then you look for these four categories of people that are inevitably going to be there waiting for you to help them out. And let me say this. We're talking about a very specific thing. We're talking about like going to a, a conference or a trade show. But what we're talking about applies to everything. And, and everybody that's listening to this is a business owner or an aspiring business owner. You don't have to be in person at, at a conference. You can be just communicating and networking with people at the grocery store in line. Like there's a million places you can do this because the business success isn't based just on business connections or apparent obvious business connections. It's about connections. 
Somebody can connect you to somebody else. Somebody can give you an idea. Somebody can talk about your brand. Like someone can become a brand advocate. Someone can be an influencer. You don't even know it. So we're not like we're using networking events and conferences as examples, but this applies everywhere. It also applies online. There's a million places you can you can you can apply this stuff online. Like Pablo's talking about sharing information. If you know the answer to a question that somebody's asked in a Facebook group, get in there and answer it. It's really amazing how many times I've answered a question, which has led to a a long conversation, which has led to me learning something, and it's met, led to me you know starting some sort of relationship with a person that's added value to my life, and I've added value to life. Like just get yourself out there and help and put out content, but don't think that this is just you know, just talking about networking events when it comes to like trade shows or conferences. If you are wanting to talk about a business event, there are like e-commerce specific events. There are business building events. You know, you, you don't go to a Tony Robbins event or a Grant Cardone event and hear people talking about, you know, e-commerce. They're talking specifically about just building business entrepreneurs. I mean, you can go to to small meetups, you know, like you're down there in, in Miami area. You need to hook up with Carlos Alvarez. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I recently met Carlos at the PodFest. Uh, oh movie. my gosh. So Carlos yeah. has a free meetup where people show up for, for before the COVID thing happened for free on yeah. Saturdays. And like, me and Carlos, I love that guy. Like, you can go to just places and have coffee, you know, that are meetups for Amazon sellers or for e commerce sellers or, or, or entrepreneurs or BNI, the Business Networking International. I've been to those events before. It's, it's everywhere, it's all over the country. If you're a brand owner, you have to network to push your brand. Right, whether you're a private label seller on Amazon or Shopify, you've got a brand you're getting in brick and mortar stores. It doesn't matter. Networking is important across all sorts of facets. But how do we do it? You have a formula. All right, you have a formula for building networks. Do you want to share at least uh, the high level of that formula right now? Yeah, man, I would love to. And I'll start off by saying because you were talking about good opportunities to network and to meet people that can add value to your life. I I developed this stuff by networking in young professional philanthropic groups in Miami, right? So completely left field, right? Like I started this young professionals group for Habitat for Humanity. And I started realizing that the people that are, that volunteer for nonprofits are at least care more about some, don't only care about themselves, right? They have something more than they care about than just themselves. And that unlocked a, like a whole big piece of my brain. But the formula for me for really effective networking involves creating a stage and being the stage, right? So the best thing that you can do, just like we talked about, that the easiest way to grow an audience is by growing through other audiences. The best way that you can grow a network is by being able to promote other people in your network. So what do I mean by creating a stage and being the stage? Originally. I had started these young professional groups for Habitat for Humanity. Then I started a, another young professionals group for this Miami Lighthouse for the Blind. Then I became part of the Miami Economic Development Agency, and we started a young professionals group there. And what we would do is we would gather these groups of like 12, 15 young professionals, and we would plan our meetings around a board member of the nonprofit itself. And we'd all meet together, and we would pick the brain of this community leader. They would give us their information um, you know, like experience in their career, how they got ahead. And then, you know, we'd, we'd have a chance to form a relationship with them. And then we would plan out our, our meetings. When's our happy hour? When's our volunteer event? Whatever. What we started realizing, what I realized is that if I am reaching out to a business leader on not just behalf of myself, but on the behalf of this charity and these 12 other young professionals that want to make a difference, I now have more access 
than I normally would, right? Because I provide more value because I'm providing a stage to somebody, right? So that's that was the first level. Then at a certain point, and I came up in the construction industry, I had a green building consulting company, got acquired by my biggest customer that was a hospital builder. I became their director of sustainability. And at a certain point, I got bored. I wanted to be a business developer. So I reached out to this developer that was doing this really interesting project um, that centered around trans-oriented development. So it was building density, uh, a high rise in a residential zone on top of the Metro Rail Station. And it was really controversial because nobody really wanted the project there from the neighborhood, but it was incentivizing mass transportation in Miami and that was important. So I reached out to him and I said, hey, listen, man, I got these groups of young professionals in Miami. I'm going to put you on stage with um, the a politician on the board of one of my charities and a land use attorney that I know. And we're going to talk about trans-oriented development as it fits into the skyline of Miami for young professionals to know. And had this little tiny event, 20 people showed up, had this conversation, connected him to the people that I put him on stage with, let him speak his part, didn't ask for anything. Next week, he's in the office talking about, hey man, are you guys bidding on this $65 million project or not? Right. So that was that was the nexus of me understanding that if you can leverage a stage by not trying to put yourself on stages, but by having a stage and putting other people on it that you can connect to an audience, that becomes very valuable. So now you look to the world we live in now with social media and how anybody can have a YouTube channel, anybody can have a podcast, anybody has just your own feed and your ability to have stages are have become exponential with technology, right? So your Facebook group is a giant stage. This podcast is a giant stage, right? Tim, like if, if you are trying to reach out to, I don't know, Jeff Bezos, the chance of you getting to talk to him if you're just reaching out as Tim Jordan is very different than the chance of you getting to talk to him as the host of this podcast and, and I want to have somebody on, right? So I take that down to the micro in the sense that, you know, networking is all about connecting with people and being able to connect them to others. So I now think about email introductions as a stage, right? Anytime I'm going to introduce somebody, I have a set formula. I say, Pablo meet Tim, Tim meet Pablo. Then I go, Tim. Or oh, now I'm going to say, Pablo, Tim is one of the nicest guys I've ever met. He's super friendly. He's an e-commerce ninja. And he, you know, he, he does everything from these buyer trips to having a Facebook group to having a private label brand. And I think that you should get to know him because he can teach you this and that, right? And then I'll say, Tim, meet Pablo. Pablo is this like super connector. You want to have him in your network because he can introduce you to whoever, blah, 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 right? So I write two separate paragraphs, putting people up on pedestals for each other. And then I say, I hope this brings value to both of you. Happy connecting. Now at that point, whether those people follow up with each other or not, whether it's successful or not, both of them think, damn, Pablo just put me on a pretty high pedestal. I like that guy. Next time he needs something, I'm going to do something for him, right? So just, just thinking about an email introduction as a mini stage already adds value to people and already creates that feeling of this guy is in it for me. He cares about who I am and I want to reciprocate in that. Yeah. And of, of course, we're talking about, you know, high level stuff and young professional groups and $65 million developments. But these things apply to everybody, right? Whether you're, you're a digital marketer and you're just starting you know, starting some sort of affiliate deal, whether you're trying to get a few sales to launch your next product on, on Amazon or Shopify or trying to build your email list for your product. It doesn't matter. Like all this stuff works. So give, 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 and you will receive like that. That's what it comes down to. And 
leverage other people, but don't leverage them by selling to them. Leverage them by providing value to them and they will come back. You know, I can ask somebody for something and they might give it to me. But if I provide something for somebody, they're more likely to just come to me, give me something I didn't realize I need, right? And of course, there's a lot of, you know, points I can make about having, you know, value in society and, you know, providing value for those around you for self-fulfillment. I'm not going there. I'm talking about just networking. When you put yourself out there and you put other people together and you provide content, provide value, your network will grow and your network, like they say, is your net worth. So it doesn't matter what stage you're at in life, what you're doing in life, whether you're a stay-at-home mom doing a little retail arbitrage and you need to learn something you didn't know, or you're the CEO of a multi-million dollar company, you're trying to grow it or exit it or whatever you're trying to do. All this stuff matters. So speaking to a largely e-commerce community, Pablo, let's wrap this up by giving you an opportunity to share, you know, you've got like three minutes to get on a soapbox. And right now, things are tough in the world, right? Like we see businesses closing all the time. And right now, the forecast for the economy doesn't look good. People are scared. People can't go out and network in person. But e-commerce is growing and the e-commerce opportunities have never been greater. People need to not sit on their butts and not do anything. Like now is the time to put your pedal to the metal, put your foot on the gas, make a big change. But you can't go out and physically network. Like get in your soapbox for three minutes and encourage people and tell them how they can still be networking even in a time of self-isolation and no physical events. So, so preach to us, brother. Yeah, man. We talked about this not that long ago, right? Uh, coronavirus has changed a couple of things, but more than anything, it's accelerated some trends that were already coming. And one of those trends is the fact that we've just gone through this inflection point in history when communication mediums have just exploded and gatekeepers are gone. And you can now talk via video, audio, however you want to the world, unfiltered all the time. And you need to become fluent in that type of communication, right? This is akin to when the printing press got invented, all of a sudden writers became really, really, really valuable, right? When the television, when the radio came out, people that could speak on air became really, really valuable. Same with TV, right? Now this has just been an accelerating trend that has been coming. So everybody is now paying much more attention online, how to communicate online, how to do that. And this is the opportunity to start speaking your truth, start putting out there your value, whether you are an e-commerce seller talking about your expertise, whether you are a stay-at-home mom that is talking about the way that you are managing the stress of COVID while you're building your online business, whether you are you know, somebody that is a nine-to-five work-from-home person that is also trying to start a side hustle. This is the time to start speaking at scale online. And I have found that, you know, to find real happiness, there is kind of a four-step system that I have that, that, that I have distilled for myself. Number one is find something that you're really, really good at that you love doing, right? So once you once you figure that out, you know, like dive into that and and start talking about it nonstop and figure out a way to serve others with it. Right. Like once you once you have iterated through understanding how this thing that you're good at can serve others with it, then figure out a way to monetize that in a way that is not doesn't lose authenticity. Right. So if you're an e-commerce seller, you need an audience. If you're a digital marketer, you need an audience. Right. And it doesn't have to be an audience. Like, let's say you're selling uh, dog toys right on Amazon. You don't have to make an audience 
uh, around your dog toy. You can make an audience. If you're the stay-at-home mom and you know how to manage kids and you know these things, right? Like you've figured out some truths of how to like balance your day and not go crazy during Corona. And you're talking about that. Talk about that at scale online and it'll draw people that connect to your message. And those people that connect to your message are then going to ask you, oh, and then what are you selling? Okay, I'm in, right? So that is that is the way that you would monetize a service that you have to others in a way that you don't lose authenticity. And once you have that figured out, you can build a business around it, man. But the bottom line is that the human being is the quintessential social animal. Like we did not get to the top of the food chain because we're the strongest, because we have the sharpest teeth, because we have, you know, like chameleon-like coloration. We got to the top of the food chain because at a certain point, one caveman looked at another caveman and they said, you know what, man, let's work together, take down this woolly mammoth. And they figured it out. Right. And then we, we, we populated cities because one Roman looked at another Roman. They're like, man, if we can build an aqueduct, this sanitation thing, we can congregate. Right. Like we got to the moon because a bunch of engineers and a bunch of like shipbuilders and scientists and a couple of stud athletes and a, and, and a political system decided we're going to put two dudes on the moon. Right. So if you are an entrepreneur, you're building a business, right. Whether it's e-commerce, whether it's marketing, whatever you're doing, if you want to do it well, you need to get good at understanding how to bring people together around a message, around a mission, and working together with others in order to accomplish anything great. And if you're out there to sell a million dollars on Amazon this year, guess what? That is an amazing accomplishment. So get good at this. The faster you get at bringing people around you to help you reach your goals and you helping other people reach your goals, the faster you're going to get there and exceed your own expectations. That's my soapbox, man. Amazing. It was longer than three minutes, but it was worth it. So Pablo, if people want to get in touch with you, how do they find you? Connect with Pablo. That is my uh, website, connectwithpablo.com. My email address is you should at connectwithpablo.com. My Instagram address is connectwithpablo. Uh, I would say, I would love for you to connect with me on LinkedIn, but the easiest way is to go to my website because there's a bajillion Pablo Gonzalez's in the world. But that is my favorite place that I would like <laughs> to connect with people on. And I also have a podcast called The Chief Executive Connector that is based around everything that I just said, right? Like everybody that I meet, who I learned from, how I learned it, how I get them into my network, and how you find value in others. And uh, surprise, surprise, there's a really good guest coming on it called Tim Jordan. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on this one, Pablo. It's it's great to see you again when all this travel restriction stuff frees up. We need to make sure we meet up somewhere. And I'm going to let you take me out to one of these good Miami hole-in-the-wall restaurants that you know about that is uh, off the beaten path. Dude, we're going to eat some bomb Cuban food, buddy. <laughs> I know. I'm excited. Thank you all for listening to another episode. Appreciate you listening in. Appreciate you uh, listening to the end. Make sure if you found any value in this that you share it with anybody that might want to hear it. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. Follow us. Facebook page, AMPM Podcast. Also go to ampmpodcast.com. we got a lot of cool content and stuff on there. And we will see you guys on the next episode.